Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the first episode of 2023, ringing in the new year with Josh and Neil. Hello, everyone. Neil, how was your holiday? Holiday was good, but we're in the Jordan year, Josh. We are this in the Jordan 2023. year. This is this is twenty three. Big this things is... coming. We're episode eighty three, eighty two, soon to be eighty three, soon to be eighty three. Um, yeah, I mean this is huge. Feels we're, good. We're Feels good to be here. January fifth today. Uh, my holiday was good, Josh. It was not without events. Uh, yeah, I heard you, without... you had some delays here and there. Yeah, traveling during the holidays is never fun. No. I gotta say, and traveling during the holidays coupled with bad Canadian weather, mm. um, not only in our city of Toronto but also in British Columbia, where I was flying to. Pretty much like all across the country was having shitty. shitty Did weather. you see what happened in Buffalo? Like people were dying, shoveling their driveways, mm-hmm. like with all the snow that they were getting in Buffalo. But um, you see the Bills coming back to get their cars after <laughs> that away game and having to literally shovel to get dig to themselves their cars. out. Yeah, I mean that was insane. But I mean that was this the winter storm that we got at. You know, everyone, when they're young, hopes for a white Christmas. Yeah. When you're old, -er, older, older, you don't really care for a white Christmas. You just want to get to where you're trying to get to. And that was exactly how this holiday season was. But the holiday season was great. And once I got where I was trying to get to, then it was uh, a lot of fun. Once Once you got there, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, it was good. Yeah, the storm definitely affected my my family plans as well. Um, we had a lot of family that just didn't kind of didn't want to risk it because you know we were you were driving down the highway. Like I went to I took a train like halfway to my parents' place, <clears> and my dad came and picked me up from the train station. And like we were driving on the highway, and like there were cars that were like spun out into ditches, like all down the highway. Like people were getting rescued as we were driving all the way there. So yeah. Um, a lot of family couldn't come in because of the storm. So we just kind of had like my immediate family, um, just kind of hung out, drank lots, played lots of cards, watched lots of movies. It was super chill. It was nice. Uh, the new year's, uh, I worked for new year's. Um, but, uh, it, it didn't feel like I was stuck. You know what I mean? Like you have worked new year's before at other jobs where like you, you just kind of want to, you're counting down the hours until you can get out of there and go to wherever you want to go. But like, I don't know. It was fun. Like we made the most of it. Like we, we brought the entire staff out right at new year's and right at the countdown and did a whole toast with everyone and gave everyone, everyone champagne. It was nice. Love that. It was you cute. get nice and boozy right at, right cute. at the yeah, ball drop there. Right at the ball drop. Yeah. That was good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, to see what 2023 has in store, you know, but um, a lot to catch up on. We haven't, Really had an episode in quite some time. Yeah, we've, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus. But uh, a lot to talk about with sports. So, you know, in typical shoot your thought fashion, mm-hmm. shoot our thoughts. Let's, shoot our thought. Let's bring it all the way back to the World Cup final because we haven't talked about that yet. Holy crap. Where were you for this World Cup final? I was, believe it or not, I was at work. Surprise, surprise. Um, but we had the sound on. Uh, you heard it here first, guys. Josh Sanger. Loves to work. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> nope. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> that is not the case. I just happen to be at work for potential 
big moments in the world of sports. Um, so yeah, no, we had uh, the sound on, we had it on all the TVs, all the projectors. Um, it was at 10 o'clock in the morning. So it was, um, and it was the day after my, was it the day after? No, it wasn't the day after my birthday. It was a week after my birthday, but I did go out the night before. And so I was hungover for it, but I was there. Um, and oh my God, did that game wake me up because it was all Argentina the first half. And it was like, that's it. Messi's got it. He's submitting his claim for the best player ever. And then France came back and then Argentina came back and then France came back again. And then it went all the way down to a penalty shootout, which I hate. I loved in this case because I didn't really have an investment in either of the teams. Obviously I wanted Messi to win and that was, you know, but I I wasn't like, you know, this is going to break my heart if, if it lose, if they lose. Um, So yeah, no, it was, what was, where were you? What was your, I was uh, like, I was, it was the weekend before, um, I was a weekend before I actually took off for um, British Columbia and Mm -hmm. I was on the way to visit my parents who live in the East end of, of Toronto. And I was watching the, the beginning of the game on my phone on the train. Okay. And I was just like mesmerized by how the um, one team was dominating. Mm -hmm. Argentina was dominating. They were. Um, So the first half I was watching on the train, I was like, okay, there's no way France is is going to compete in this game. And then, it, like, close to the 80th minute, Mbappe just took over. He's like, you know what? Watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. Hold my beer. Watch this. Um, and then he just literally took the game over. And his speed was on display. His, his, his you know, athleticism was on display. And he got two quick goals, two goals in just over uh, a minute, which is unheard of, mm-hmm. uh, to get them – back into the game and tie the game up. And then we had extra time. Mm-hmm. But France could have easily won that game on a last-minute save by uh, the Argentinian goalkeeper, mm. um, who, by the way, we're going to talk about a celebration afterwards, but <laughs> he's the reason they won this game is because of um, the way he played. And Mbappe, you know, deserves every credit in the world for keeping he's the only reason france was even com- competing in this game and he's only 23 years old and he's already the the leading goal scorer of all time in the world cup which is, is insane yeah insane but mbappe <laughs> is otherworldly he's um, got such a future there's so many adjectives you can use for him uh where do you think uh france goes from here I think they can, they've got a pretty young team. Uh, you know, they might be without like Drew or Griezmann in the next world cup, but I, I think they still have a fairly young team and Mbappe is the leader of that young team. And like you said, he's only 23. So he's got such a future ahead with this team and with this sport. So I, he's not, he's not going anywhere. Like he, he even posted like right after or the day after like him staring at the world cup, saying and the caption is like we'll be back of course we'll be, we'll be back of course they were in the last one they're in this one they're gonna be in the next one mm-hmm. that's what they do but uh Messi, on the other hand he this was such a special moment and it he actually uh broke the internet and is now the most liked instagram photo of all time of him holding the world cup um but yeah this was just such a special moment for him 
for Argentina and everyone expected him like this to be his last game in an Argentina jersey and he came out right after and said I'm not done yet so we'll see how many other games that he's going to play for them but I'm going to pose the question to you does this cement himself as the greatest player of all time he is the greatest player of all time hands down and Was it he in has ever before this game or were you like I think I think he was still in the in the like he was in the top discussion of the greatest of all time but like what what he did in this world cup what he did for this team in the world cup and just the fact his accolades now he has completed he's done everything he's won everything there is to win mm-hmm. he's won everywhere he's gone um he is been prolific even at his age like in scoring mm-hmm. he is the greatest of all time he is the greatest player of all time we have shot our thoughts here and pele no pele just it. passed away yeah like um he pele lived to see this world cup he saw what messi did he is in a way passing the torch yeah you know now messi is a living legend you know he's still playing he's still adding to his stats mm-hmm. um who knows maybe he even plays the next world cup Honestly, I wouldn't. He put hasn't it past said them. no. He hasn't said no, right? The Euros will be before that. We'll we'll see. I mean, everyone expected this to be his last World Cup or his last game in an Argentina jersey, and now he's uh, yeah. He said he still wants to go. So uh, it's it's funny that like at the same time like this happened, like him winning the World Cup, you see the other side of the coin in the world of football right now. Yeah, Ronaldo. God, like going to he a Saudi is Arabian club on the decline. Like he is, for money. he's literally taken such a nosedive and fall from grace. It's because he's literally he's. I don't know. I think the world is done with Ronaldo. Um, he's Saudi Arabia's problem now. Uh, but there mm-hmm. is. I don't know if you saw this, but there is a clause in his contract because the same owners that own Al Nasser. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But the same owners that own that Saudi Arabian club own Newcastle. So there's a clause in his contract that says that if Newcastle makes Champions League, Mm -hmm. he can go to Newcastle. Which will be weird to see him in a Newcastle jersey. But it's also weird to see him in a Saudi Arabian jersey. Yeah. So there is that clause here. Even though he's come out, he came out in his press conference and said, my work in Europe is done. I don't know. I'm, I'm done with the farce that is Ronaldo. He's uh, he's not the greatest player in the world. He never was. Um, that title belongs to Messi. Uh, but you said you wanted to talk about uh, the Argentini- Argentinian keepers celebration. <laughs> I, I did, but um, before that, like, did you hear about Ronaldo not getting his number seven on, on the new club? Oh, really? Because a player didn't want to give it up. That was currently number seven on that team, and then the the team terminated his contract, so Ronaldo can get his number. Are you serious? Yeah, you're kidding me. They just outright terminated. They're like, you're done. Yeah, goodbye. You don't want to give up. Ripped up his contract. See you later. See you later. Obviously, because you just shelled out X amount of dollars. Yeah, you just gave out. So he's now the. It's literally the highest, highest contract, highest earning contract in the world of sports. Is the contract that he that Ronaldo just got. I know, but but the celebration from the Argentinian goalkeeper was out of control. Like, did you see when he was given the um, the the best goalkeeper of yeah, the tournament award, the award? He just kind of held it in front of his crotch and yeah. made like a, a facial expression. 
I'm not sure what that was about. I'm not sure he is all there, you know, as as a there's some screws loose. Yeah, for I sure. saw um a, a fan got that tattooed, like him, him. That's his celebration of like him holding the glove that way, like as a tattoo on his leg. No way. Yeah, it's a pretty cool tattoo. I gotta say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was the World Cup. Do you want to move on, Neil? Let's do it. Uh, the Raptors. Holy crap, that comeback last night. Speaking of the Raptors, we didn't even address the fact that we went to a Raptors game oh. together. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Did you forget about that? I completely forgot about that. And we made a video for Shoot Your Thoughts. <laughs> we unreleased were, uh, footage. Unreleased footage. Maybe we'll release it one day. But we, we'll release it. Maybe we'll look at it this week. Maybe we'll release it this week. Make sure we don't seem too drunk. <laughs> Jesus. We yeah, that was such a fun game. Yeah, we went to see the the Brooklyn Nets were in town. Uh, this is a couple Fridays ago. Yeah, um, Brooklyn Nets were in town. Josh and I attended uh, the Brooklyn Nets game and had a hell of a time. I we gotta had say, a we had a hell of a time. We did. Um, lots of beers were had. We were grabbing two at a time each. Every time we went, I bought a new hat. You bought a new hat. You I bought a, a keychain. Key <laughs> it was it was fucking great. Uh, we were making bets on the game, like as the game was happening. Um, yeah, no, it was just tons of fun. You texted Utah Watanabe. <laughs> it was nice watching Watanabe. It was, you know, you okay? You for those who don't know who we're talking about, Utah Watanabe mm. is a cult legend. Yes, used to play for the Raptors. Um, one of the greatest Asian players of all time. Mm. Um, and you know it was great seeing him come back and dominate the Raptors. And he went off. He went off. And I actually reached out to him. I sent him a yeah. DM saying, "Hey man, we miss you in Toronto. Hope you're doing well." I took a video of you sending that. You to did. Him. And uh, the guy just left me on red. He did. He did. Didn't even respond. I even sent him a selfie of us, and like he didn't yeah, even I respond. That too. I mean, like he's probably he's got such a big fan base, so he he it might take him some time to respond to it. He might respond a little bit later. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that was a hell of a game. Uh, the Raptors ended up losing, unfortunately, off a Kyrie buzzer beater. Um, that was that's, a sick buzzer beater. Well, I got to give credit where credit's due. I don't even like Kyrie that much, but he's balling out nowadays. Yeah, and that's that's the way you want. To, I mean, of all the ways to lose, like that's the way you want to to lose like you know what i mean like you want to be in it until the very last millisecond oh yeah and it happened so yeah i mean Kyrie did his thing kevin durant went off utah watanabe went off spicy p ben simmons did not go off ben simmons did not go off he was um he was disappointing did you drop him after the game i did not drop him after the game i was reluctant to keep him but i did not drop him uh that was our bet our bet was that Ben Simmons would be shit and like he was well we had a bunch of other bets we had um wh- who was going to score more points Fred or KD Fred scored more points yeah but like I mean we did that halfway through the game when Fred was already going off and Fred did go off he did go off he did I was like there's no way he keeps this up it was actually pretty close in the end because yeah. you know Durant put up some points at the end but um, ben Simmons did not have a good game, and he is his career is in shambles. <laughs> and we'll just leave it at that. He's having okay games here and there. I have him on my fantasy team. I'll I'll keep him there for the time being. Uh, but the Raptors, what do you think? Uh, what's the trajectory of their season right now? What I do just think? don't see it going well. Like they're at 
they're healthy. And that's the, the biggest um, point here when you're looking at what they should do. Um, they are playing really, really well in some games. And then other games, they just look lost. And this is a game where they led, the game that we went to against Brooklyn, they led the entire game mm-hmm. um, by a lot. They were up by, like, I think 20 points at one point. And then they just can close. And, like, there is a lot of holes in this team. And I feel like if you're Masai Ujiri, you got to blow this team up. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. You got to tank because there are there is a draft class coming that has studs in it. You know, I'm not saying we we might not get the first pick, which is a game like a, a franchise altering draft pick. Um, in Wenbunyama, I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. That entire draft class is loaded, and if the Raptors can make a deal and acquire some top first-round <laughs> picks, and why not? You know, you can deal from your side of strength. You don't really need an OG and an OB. It always helps having him, but he's not performing the way he needs to. He was at the start of the season. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. But um, do you think they make some trades before the deadline? Unpopular opinion. Uh, I think we need to trade Fred Van Vliet. Uh, is this the last year of his contract? Or is, I feel like he has this he year. He still next. has, I think, this year and next, and but next he's definitely taken a step back this year. Um, he went off last night, though. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, like he's, he's t- he, I feel like he's taking a step back because Nick Nurse is wanting him to take a step back a little bit to, to allow the development of other players. You know, Scotty's like, taking a step back this year. I know, but like Scotty is playing point guard more often than not. And that moves Fred over to shooting guard. Mm-hmm. And that changes Fred's game completely when you do that. So yeah, I think we have to figure out how to use Scotty with the rest of this lineup. What do you think uh, the Raptors are going to do? I don't think they tank. I think this team is, this team is still competing. Like, you know what I mean? Like this yeah. team... Might not make the playoffs this year, but I don't think it's enough to, to tank. I think um, they should make a, a pretty big splash at the deadline. Um, I don't know if trading Fred is the right option. I think maybe you trade some other big pieces, but like it's hard to trade a point guard. Like yeah. a point guard is your like he's your captain, he's your leader. So I think Fred and Spicy P, Fred and Pascal are the only two that are. Fred, Pascal, and Scotty are the only three that are completely safe, in my opinion. Everyone else can go. Yeah. I mean, we are in a world where no one is safe, right? I think the only safe player on our team is Scotty Barnes. Do you think so? I think he's the only one who's untouchable. I think everyone else is on the table. I don't think this is a team that is going to uh try and trade to to buy i think this is going to be a selling team at the deadline it's been a while since we have been Mm. um they have a losing record right now and they're just not playing the way like nick nurse isn't going anywhere i don't think nick nurse his job shouldn't be discussed like he brought in his first year he brought a championship yeah as head coach um he's a great coach we're going to see some changes but I don't he's know. Had a, he's had a winning way. record every season. He's yeah. Been, yeah. So he's the Mike Tomlin of the NBA. He's the Mike Tomlin of the yeah. NBA. Yep. Um, yeah. Should we move on? Yeah, we have uh, some not so pleasant news. I don't know if you caught, caught the uh, the Monday night game this week. 
with the Bills and the world was watching. The world was watching. Everyone it was Monday night football. Everyone had this game on. It was the only football game on. Um and what seemed like such a innocent tackle ended up being one that was the most deadliest on a player. Uh DeMar Hamlin on the Buffalo Bills made a, a routine tackle. It was very routine. Um and it ended up almost costing him his life and like he's still battling for his life right now in mm-hmm. in the hospital and he's un, in critical condition um and you know you never you never really understand what someone goes through to get here um we've seen so many injuries watching football over the years we've seen torn ACLs we've seen guys get carted off we've seen this year a lot of concussions happen in the league yeah. Tua Tagovailoa had three of them, you know. He, this season alone, and like the NFL has not gotten this right. You know, they let Tua back in on the game after he was concussed this past week. They did not play this right either. I don't know if you remember, but when this when this happened, this player's Demar Hamlin was being given. He was resuscitated on the field. Mm-hmm. He had to be. NFL CPR. was aware of this. Yeah. He was he was given CPR <laughs> right away. The ambulance came out in really quick time. Um, but the NFL was aware of all of this happening, and what they what did they do? They gave five minutes to each team to go warm up, to go warm up, and continue playing. And now they're denying the fact that they said that they were giving you five minutes. The coaches of the games, the Buffalo Bills coach and the Cincinnati Bengals coach, conferred and said, "No, that's not." what we're doing. Like they were, were the ones that called the game. They called the game. Yeah. They said, we're taking our team to the locker room and then the NFL can make a decision then. Mm-hmm. And the NFL made the right decision in postponing the game. But what a joke. Like you're going to, the, these players literally watched their teammate, their friend, their family member collapse on the field. And you're going to make to them, get resuscitated, had to be resuscitated. Many players were in tears. Josh Allen was in tears. And you're gonna give them. You're gonna say to them, "Hey, you have five minutes to to go prepare back out there. to go back out there after someone just almost lost their life on the field." And to talk about like, oh, how the NFL is trying to take uh, mental health more seriously, and the world of sports is trying to take mental health more seriously. You, there's no way you're trying to take it seriously if you just told these players they have five minutes to go warm up before the game, before continuing to play after watching your brother on the field get resuscitated yeah given cpr on the field and taken to an ambulance to go fight for his life and you're saying oh we're we want to put mental health before anything else what that doesn't really add up to me player safety is gonna have to address something like the the i'm gonna be very surprised Watching the next game that gets played, the next scheduled game is on Saturday. Um, it's Kansas City uh, and the Raiders playing. Mm-hmm. I think the next snap of football is going to be the most watched snap ever. Um, I think it's going to be probably the most anxious snap ever for the players. It's going to be the most... Everyone's going to be... I don't even know how you like if you're an NFL player, how do you see that and want to go back and have the, the motivation and the, the hunger and, and like the drive to want to, to go out and make a tackle? What or, is what does a get coach tackled? what does a coach say to his his team like before going out for that game? Mm-hmm. Like what do you what do you say to make it okay? 
You know what I mean? And the tributes that were that are going to happen for Demar, like I'm sure he's still going to be in critical condition by this weekend. Like this is not something that's going to happen overnight. Yeah. Because um, I was watching pretty closely, like the next day on like Sports Center, like how they're recovering it, and like I was watching first take and how they're recovering it, and it was just like a matter of this is not going to be an overnight thing. This is going to take a long time, um, and also leads me to believe that I don't think any disciplinary action towards like the NFL or whoever is going to happen until we know that DeMar is okay. Like until he's okay, I don't think any, any disciplinary action is going to happen. They want, they want to make sure he's okay first. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like there are good people in this world. His uh, charity. Did you see what charity has raised? I think like before any of this happened, his charity had raised like close to 75k or something like that. It was it, he had he put out a goal of yeah. $2,500. Yeah. for his charity toy drive. The next day, it was at 5 million dollars in donations. And it's still growing. The a goal lot of was that was $2, like $2,500. A lot of that was like from NFL players, yep. from family members, but you know, the the NFL community is really coming out and and like really um, you know, reaching out and, and showing their love. And the, the, the great way for them to do this is to give to his charity and his charity is reaping the benefits from this. It's great to see. Did you see um, Chris Jericho's donation? I no. Know it's a random person. To Chris donate. Jericho? Chris Jericho. But he donated, I think it was 5,000. And then people pointed out that he accidentally spelled his name wrong. Like he spelled his last name wrong or something like that. So I was like, okay. So he donated another $5,000 with his name right. That's great. It's Chris Jericho, man. But um, yeah, no, a lot of a lot of players, a lot of teammates, um, a lot of well, if you're an athlete, it just goes to show, like Chris Jericho. If you're an athlete who puts their body on the line, like that hits home. Like watching this happen, right? That hit hits home because that could happen to anyone. Like in the WWE, people have died. Yeah, like Owen Hart. You know, Owen Hart has died in the ring. Like they. They go out there and it and they're entertainers and they they go out there they do a job they entertain and then they expect to go back home to their families and when that's taken away from them that's when shit gets really real and that's what's happened here. Yeah. His mom was in the stands, Demar Hamlin's. Um, His mom ended up going into the ambulance with him when they took him yeah, away. Yeah, well, they they delayed the ambulance leaving so that security can go and find his mom and bring her into the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're seeing some positive news um, coming out of the hospital that Demar Hamlin is staying in. Um, that he's his breathing is very much improving. Um, his neurological um, state is is very much improving. So we're we're, we're mm-hmm. holding on with bated breath, but we're we're hearing good yeah. things coming out of the camp. So it's great to hear. So we'll see, we'll see uh, what happens. It's it's not a the whole world kind of froze on monday night the entire world yeah believe it or not i was at work for it so i just worked like eight days in a row and today's my first day off so it's it's nice josh singer everyone hi loves works to work um but uh literally everyone was watching the game on the tv and um people were asking me for sound for it because they they want to know what's going on there was some people from buffalo that were that were in the restaurant and were like glued to the tv like what's going on what's happening so yeah, 
Uh, should we move on? Let's move on. Um, the World Juniors are happening right now, and boy, are they ever happening. Did you watch the game last night? Of course. Not a good first period for Canada. Not a good first period. Um, it was Canada, your good old rivalry, Canada versus the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Um, and did not disappoint. If you're a Canadians fan, that is. I mean, it disappointed if you're an American mm-hmm. fan. But um, Canada being led by the phenom known as... Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Yeah. I was about to say Eric Bedard for a second. I was like, I knew you were going to mess up his name somehow. Do you so. remember Eric Bedard, the, the baseball player? The Eric. left-hander? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Connor Bedard, he is only 17 years old, and he is making grown men look silly. Um, Taking the hockey world by storm. Before right we now. talk about the U.S. game, the game prior to get them to the U.S. game in the semifinals, in overtime, Nevertheless, in overtime, he was a man possessed in that sequence in like where he was stopped on an attempt to, to try and score, got the puck back, went to the, the end, like almost the um, the blue line, kept the zone, deeks past what looked like three or four players, and then just made the goalie look silly to win the game in overtime. In overtime. That goal, I went ballistic for it. Like, it was insane the way that sequence worked out just goes to show like teams are pro- teams in the nhl are probably watching that being like okay so we're tanking now for the rest of the season to get Connor bedard yep okay cool he's 17 yeah he's still two years away from getting his approval to have a drink yeah in canada four years away for the states but he is 17 he can't even buy a lottery ticket yet. <laughs> what else can he do? He can't buy a Playboy. He can't. He can't. He can't watch a rated R movie yet. He can't. He's got to bring his mommy. He's got to bring his mommy. He, he can't watch it by Parental himself. advisory. Yep. He can't do any of these things. Mm-mm. What else can't he do? Um, can't uh, rent a car. That's can't sure. rent a car. Mm-mm. Can't. Uh, I don't know. What else can you not he do? He can't do any of these things. But what he can do is fucking score goals. Yeah. And and scoring goals is what he's doing. He's not only scoring goals, he's putting up points. Did you see that goal he scored from an impossible angle that he just kind of looked to his teammate and looked at the net? And then he had like maybe yeah. less than an inch of space and snuck it in there for he's a like, goal. I got this. Hold my non-alcoholic beer. There are teams tanking this year for him, Yeah. by the way. There's going to be a lot of teams that are selling at the deadline. I think he's going to end up being movie. a Chicago Blackhawk because they're so bad. Or a Vancouver Canuck. Yeah. One of the two. I'd hate for him to be a connect. I'll be unhappy with either yeah, of those two. I know. Uh, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, that Slovakia game was uh, it was nervy for Canadians, uh, but they, they ended up pulling it out in overtime, three-on-three three overtime. We which just don't bad. have any goaltending. I mean, that's that's the problem. I mean, there's no solid goaltending this year. Yeah, that's very fair. Um, but now that the Canadians have beaten the States – we have to go back and play the team that we lost horribly to in the very first game. Do you remember that very first group stage game, Canada versus Czechia? Yeah, they're looking for revenge. They got absolutely destroyed by Czechia. Yeah. Well, that was the game when they came out in the first period and they were trying the Michigan goal every two seconds. And I was yelling at the TV saying, what the fuck are you guys doing? You can't just cruise through this this World Junior tournament doing a Michigan goal. And they ended up getting their asses kicked in that game, and rightfully so. They should have. 
Yeah. Um, but now it's yeah, it's like you said, it's the revenge game. It's going back and playing that team for the gold medal that you lost to in the very first game. It's gonna be a great game. It is gonna be a great game. I think it'll be a seven one game for Canada. No I think it's way. Be... No way. No, you think more? I think nine one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be um something like a four three game. It'll be close. I don't yeah. think it's gonna be close. I think Canada Czechia is playing really well. Yeah, but they're playing they've been playing the best hockey that they have, can play, and Canada has not been playing their best hockey. So Canada's still getting wins with not their best hockey. You saw the best hockey that Canada can play the last two periods against the US of A. You're gonna see that in this game because they lost to Czechia and they want I mean they're they're having another chance at them. I think yeah. it's not it's not even gonna be close. Well, like the next game right after right after they lost to Czechia, they won I think it was Germany was yep. the next game and they yeah, ended yeah. up destroying them. And then who did they play the next game? But they ended up destroying them too. I can't remember. I don't remember who it was. But um Canada versus Czechia in the final game, which will be played when? Uh it's this weekend, right? I think so. Let me just check. No, it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah, Thursday. No, no it's tonight. tonight. It's tonight. It's tonight. tonight. <laughs> Holy crap, it's tonight? Yeah. Even though they played yesterday? Yeah. Holy crap, the gold medal game is tonight. Yeah. Back-to-back games. That turnaround. There's no way I would have thought they would have had that kind of turnaround. That's wild. Holy crap. So they're playing tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. They played. They literally had a game last night. Both teams had a game last night. Yeah. Czechia played earlier, but Canada's got to go out there and play a back-to-back semifinal and a final. Ah, they got it. It's fine. Wow. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight now. <laughs> watching the game. Definitely not watching the Leafs game now. I'll be watching the Canada go for gold. There you go against Czechia. Pull Holy out that jersey. Wow, let's, let's do a let's do a promo for Canada versus Czechia right now because <laughs> yeah. they're literally playing tonight. Uh, you said the final score is going to be what seven one seven one for Canada. I think it's going to be around four three. Um, I think Czechia is going to give us a run for our money. You think Czechia is going to win this game? No, I think Canada is <laughs> going to win this game. Okay, five three. Well, that was the first score. No, it was five two that Czechia is. It was five two. And, but Canada just looked dead. Like they were in that first game. Like they were. The game was over in the second period. I know they did look dead. Like it was. It was abysmal from their side of the yeah. their side of the ice. Uh, so that game is tonight. We're gonna be watching. Hope you're gonna be watching too. It's good to be back. Uh, that is gonna do it for our episode. Thank go, you go so Canada, much for listening. Go Canada, go. Go Canada, go. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast.